As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Making It in Minnesota podcast, where we talk with BIPOC artists and creators in Minnesota about their art and experiences. We are your hosts. I'm Jamie Randall, an Indigenous writer and fiber artist in Minnesota. And my name is Azania Tripp. I'm African-American and Singaporean Eurasian, and I make collage earrings and wearable art. All right, everyone. What an exciting day because you get to listen to our cute little voices. Oh, my God. Ready for some giggles. Today, (laughs) we get to talk to Maya Maba. If please correct me. Oh, Maya Maida. Yep. Maida. Thank you. She is a music composer, a producer from Minnesota. She, to me, if you ever listen to like loft hip hop radio, that's what I do when I'm working. Like I like to listen to the live stream. But if you actually want to listen to quality music that's made by a beautiful person with a wonderful soul, you should listen to her music instead. So upgrade your life because you should. She's also choreographed with New Black City Live. Um, the Cowell Center is also a DJ and has an overall like really dope vibe. So thank you, Maya, for hanging out with us and then tell us actually who you are and some oh, of the little yeah. things I found out about you. <laughs> hi. Yes. Hi. My name is Maya Maida. I'm a composer, music composer and music producer, beat maker. I release new content every Sunday. It's my little event called New Sound Sunday, where I post new music or new content every week, um, have actually performed my content at the Soundset Music Festival in 2019. So that was a really good time. Hell yeah. Yeah, I hope to do that again someday. I know that the festival had been canceled last year because of COVID, but yeah, I'm just in the Twin Cities, in Minneapolis area, just trying to collaborate with BIPOC artists and LGBTQ artists in the area. So yeah, that's me. 
<laughs> Welcome. We are so happy to have you here. We talked about a little bit before we started recording. We had the chance to interview your partner on our last episode, and that was a ton of fun. Yes. So we're, we're super excited. Your background looks very familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great background. Good lighting. <laughs> yes, I think it's yeah. was like, that's so fancy. Like, ooh, it was class on class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, I mean, she's got great taste. I, I have to say she's got really great taste in designs and stuff like that, like lamps and rugs and chairs and just any kind of furniture. I just think that my fiance has great taste in all of that. So she does. I just appreciate her for that. And then (laughs) it kind of opened my eyes in that design category as well. So yeah, I appreciate her for that a lot. Ooh, how has your design changed with like this, this love of your life? (laughs) I would definitely say that there's more color in my, in my design. Tell us the colors. Yeah, definitely more like, more like bolder colors, like lighter blues and like more fluorescent colors. Like mm-hmm. I am actually going to be designing my music studio at our place. It's been an ongoing project because I've tried different things and they just haven't worked. But now I really know what to do just based on talking to her and like figuring out ideas with her. And she was just kind of throwing suggestions here and there. And I was like, that really is very helpful, Tatiana. I really like that. So we're going to like Pinterest some ideas and we're going to be more daring with with our studio outlook now. So I'm really excited for that. It will be really cool. (laughs) Yeah. What sort of things have you tried that just, I mean, just weren't working for you? So I actually have a really good friend who is also a music producer. They're non-binary. They go by Louie. And what we did was actually we created our own like wooden panels. And so we had like squares that were made out of wood. And we bought like some fabric from Joanne Fabrics or whatever. And we basically just made our own panels from that material. And as much as it worked out, we're not really allowed to like really nail anything in our studio. And so we've had to use like command strips and stuff. And so the panels keep falling down. They're just not absorbing as much sound as we had hoped. And so we've decided to go another route. We're going to put some curtains up on the walls and put a rug on the floor just do a different approach this time because we realize that the room already is, absorbs enough sound. So we're going to do that instead. So we're, we're excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the more art projects I think of and the other artists like I talk to and just people I talk to and you have a project and I think particularly with artists Y'all are such like researchers and scientists. Like, I have to build this thing so I can create this painting. What? Yes. It's part of the, it's, this is, this is, yes. Yes, yes. It's like fascinating all the skills that you get to be like kind of an apprentice in different ways. So, yeah, it's really fun. I mean, because right now I'm actually working with what we call the Mixtape Collective, and it's where we actually help choreographers and dancers basically we try to help them evoke their vision and so that means that we create music for them because we're not allowed to use music that is already by more established artists I should say Mm -hmm. so we were brought on the challenge of actually creating our own music for these choreographers and dancers and they basically tell us what they envision and we try to make music that aligns with their vision and I got the chance to do that last year and I was actually hired to do it again. And so I'm really excited to get more in detail and get more 
experience by talking to more dancers and listening to what they envision and then creating music from there. And it's actually opened my eyes to more genres. I'm like really interested in country music lately. I've been like wanting to experience, like (laughs) I want to like create like a country beat with like a hip hop sort of vibe. So I've just been exploring different genres and seeing what else is out there and just creating my own lane or my own genre too. So yeah. I don't know what a country beat and a hip hop vibe is. <laughs> Jamie, do you know what that is? When you think of that, what what do you I see? Mean, Lil Nas X, Old Town exactly. Road. Yeah, that's exactly what. Yeah, I mean, and and there's actually this artist named Kane Brown. He's a country artist, and I think that he's worked with a couple hip hop artists too. So. There's a lot of country and hip hop crossovers that are happening, like Florida, Georgia line, I think, with Nelly, because Nelly is also a hip hop artist that has crossed over to country music, too. And so and there's a lot of black people involved in the country music, too. And that's where I think country music was derived from blues as well, too. So it's like you have all these different things and all these different influences that actually circle back to where it all started and who it was influenced from. And it was our people. It was BIPOC people. That's black people. BIPOC people. Yeah, yeah. People that have experienced, I think, the, the powers of historical trauma, right? So like overall yes. how powerful trauma is and how it can yeah. create really magnificent, pivotal historical art movements, yeah. which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you talk about like through collaboration with with dancers and choreographers, it kind of it, it opens it up a little bit for me because music you think of is just like you automatically think of auditory, right? You're thinking of those sorts of senses. But then when you're talking about yeah. choreography, you're bringing in other senses and you, when you're creating like your studio, it's very tactile. So are there yeah. other senses that you're kind of pulling in with your work or that you've like experimented with? Yes, there's definitely other senses that I've had to think about and experience and put in the work. Because when you think about somebody who's dancing, there's certain movements that they create or certain movements that they evoke, right? And they want certain sounds to fit those pockets of those movements. And so it's like, if you have a dancer who is about to do the splits, right? They're about to do a big splitting move. They want they want a specific sound to sort of over-dramatize or emphasize that move. And so... The key to all of this is actually being able to be with the dancer as you're creating the music. It's like they're by your side and they're talking to you about what it is that they envision. And so you can be right there to to show them like what projects you've already been working on to see if it fits the vibe that they're looking for. Or you can actually just start creating from scratch as you go and That's like one of the key things that we have to realize when artists work together is that there's that close communication and that key component of making sure that the key components are communicated to each other. Because if you put in something and the dancer's like, oh, I don't know if I like that, then you can talk about it and see how it can be rearranged. So it's always just about kind of seeing the movements that the dancers is making or evoking and figuring out what sounds fit those pockets. And that's really how we achieve that goal. 
Is there anyone that you want to collaborate with that maybe you haven't had an opportunity to yet? Just like with, with a dancer or just with anyone? With anyone. Anyone. There's someone named Chica who I really want to collaborate with. She's more, I would say, more of like a popular artist that her music is R&B, hip hop, a little bit of dance hall here and there. And she is a phenomenal Black woman who can rap, who can sing, who can produce and she's someone who I really want to collaborate with because she's just really about the music. It's never been about anything else other than the music and just what people want to hear. It's not always about what they want to see, but just what they want to hear. And she's just amazing. And I that's someone who I really want to work with in the future. How do you reach out to artists that you're interested in doing that collaboration? So like, is that sliding in a DM? Like, how does that process it go? It's sliding in, it's sliding in a DM. Yeah, it's doing basically whatever it takes to get their attention. I mean, I have slid DMs to a couple of people. A response has not been done, but you just keep trying. There's. Can you tell and- us about a time where it was like a success story? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, actually, I it was somebody here from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I just slid into their DM and I was like, hey, are you like, interested in working together sometime? Because I'm really interested in a lot of your sounds. And I feel <gasps> that I have some stuff that might fit that vibe. Oh my and, god. Yeah. And he and he was very nice. He was just like, yeah, Ooh. definitely send me an email and let me know. And we actually worked on two songs together. So there's mm-hmm. one that's out right now. But otherwise, I've had... But that one was smooth, though. So you, yeah. like, DM, the person DM'd back, yeah. but then they transitioned to the email, and yeah. then, like, you met up, right? <laughs> yeah. So it was, like, yeah. boom, 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 yeah. you yeah. navigated so it's just it. Really like, that about, was really cool. I don't cool. know. Just, sometimes it's nice to just keep it, like, short and sweet kind of thing. And it's not only that I focus on working with other artists, but I also try to see if there's a way that maybe I could get my music placed on a TV show or placed in a movie or some sort of like sports score or something. There's many opportunities to make money or to make that your income because there's a strategy where you can submit music to what we call like music licensing companies. And they sort of just, they take like a small percentage, but then they send your music to certain like TV companies or TV shows. And then they just see if like your music can be placed on those. So I've been like working really hard on that because it would be really cool to just like watch one of my favorite TV shows. And then like all of a sudden you hear my music in the queue. Like that's cool. That's really cool. And that's a really great opportunity. And so I like to actually talk to other BIPOC artists about that opportunity because it's just another way to like make passive income while you're just kind of (laughs) chilling. So I don't know. It's just something I just, as an artist, I just think it's important to try to like explore any avenue possible to get your music out there. That would be so amazing. You're saying like, yeah, "Yeah, you're watching something and you're like, that's me, that's me. Yeah. And and I'm I'm working for that moment to happen because it's not even, it's not even about the money. It's just about the feeling and the emotions and like, getting someone to feel those emotions when they hear your song. That's, that's a huge thing. That's, that's a huge thing. What are some of your favorite TV shows? 
Let's do some manifesting. Let's have the listeners Ooh, manifest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's like what do we you can... want to be on? What what do you want? <laughs> where do you want to hear your music? When they do like uh, yeah. the the reunion for New Girl, like the intro, or like in some part, they should be your song. You know, be you know, it's oh, interesting. Right, sorry, are we talking about our favorite shows and where Maya's song should go in? Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I thought the question was. That I mean, here's what the thing, question? Like, the, what are we doing? <laughs> the question is, where do I see my music being placed, or like what TV shows? I envision myself (laughs) honestly I watch a lot of stuff whether it's like reality or drama thrillers I watch a lot of things except like scary movies like my fiance is into that so there's a a holiday specifically dedicated to her every month I call it the Tatiana month so that she can watch any scary movies that she wants to watch and I have to watch them with her that is the month (laughs) that is so sweet i can't believe you committed to that my partner is like no thank you feel free to watch that on your own and i'm like okay like i will gladly watch horror movies on my own in the dark no i mean she specifically makes it a point that i must watch them with her that i must watch them with her and so i'm just like okay we're we're approaching the tatiana month of october this is where i must watch scary movies and this will probably evoke some ideas to make some music with scary stuff in it. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, so there's always an opportunity, right? So what do you do since you like, you don't like them? How do you prepare yourself for this month of kind of dread? I know, like, Maybe. I just, I don't, know. I don't know. I get ready. I get ready to like quickly cover my my eyes like yeah swiftly, do you just like, do a lot of arm workout yeah like i'm so. like oh, don't want to see this part <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, but, but i think that genre really does have a strong tradition of that music kind of letting you know what's mm, coming up yeah. so that's helpful yeah. that you have like you're kind of already attuned to that yeah and so i don't know like I don't know. I watch a, a, all kinds of stuff like love and hip hop. Like that's a re- reality show that I watch. And so like, I imagine like my music being cued for that show, something dramatic would be happening. Like you cheated on me. How could you do that? And then like the music mm-hmm. is like, dun, 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 dun. like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, I imagine comical stuff like that mystery shows like law and order and stuff like that. So <gasps> Yeah, I I don't know. I envision my music on several shows like that. Even kid shows. Like I'm even considering making music for babies or making music for for baby shows. And there's a lot of opportunity for that as well. So I don't know. I explore any options that music is related to because I just love it so much. So everybody puts your energy out there. Let's manifest this for my think about think about putting (laughs) it out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and speaking of my cat, she always wants to like, she always wants to know what I'm doing when I'm working on music or if I'm in the studio. So she'll come in. If I have to kick her out, she'll be like, meow, let me in. Or she'll like scratch <laughs> on the door. And she really likes to listen to the music that I'm composing. So I don't know. I think she's a musical cat. <laughs> Does she have like a favorite song right now? No, she is, she doesn't really like to, she's not biased. I I feel like she, she is biased actually. She just likes everything that I do. She never, I don't know. She meows to everything that I do. (laughs) So I don't know. (laughs) So like she's just compliments, compliments all around. Yeah. Yeah. So she probably wouldn't be like in the studio. She would be in the, in the background kind of making noise. 
Yeah, it's just Chatting. that she just she doesn't really have much studio etiquette, though. She's always going to knock something oh, over or yeah, try to yeah. climb on the speakers or something. So I eventually have to kick her out. Yeah. But <laughs> it sounds like she loves you so much. I, oh, I love that. My I, cat like I, I, sticks her paw under the bathroom door now, which I'm like, did you get that oh. from like a kid? Like, I don't understand. But she'll sit outside the bathroom door with a little and I see this little black furry paw. And then she Aww, meows when I'm in so there. That's cute. Is like, she a black cat? She is. Oh, her name is Olive. That's so cute. Oh, that's she's, so cute. Oh. She's royalty in the house. And she's got a lot to say, too. She's definitely a chatterbox. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Bella, my cat Bella, she's very ch- chatty. The way that I actually got her is really special to me because she. I got her from my fiance's mom. And I love her mom. I love her a lot. And so there was actually a time when I actually hung out with my fiance's mom. Like I made it a point to actually like, hey, let's hang out. And so it was just me and her hanging out. And she was the one who had Bella and her sister, Allie. And so I was like, yeah, I would love to hang out and hang out with your two little kittens. And Bella would always want to like hang out with me and she would reach up for me and like want to be petted and stuff. And so I was like, okay, Bella, it seems like we're choosing each other here. What's what's happening? And then about maybe four months later down the road, my fiance's mom called us and she was like, so Bella keeps eating all the food or, keep, or she keeps like hogging the litter box. And so I think I need you guys to, to take her off my hands and I'll keep her sister. And I was like, all right. Yay. Great. <laughs> I knew Meant this was going to happen. <laughs> so I got the it. The universe <laughs> yeah. kept pushing you and pushing you yes. two together. Yeah. And so when she brought Bella over... Bella came into the apartment and she was like, this is definitely my home. Aww. It was a very easy transition. She didn't hide. She didn't do anything. She just was hanging out. And we've been attached by the hip ever since. So, yeah. <laughs> Best friends. And Bella also goes outside a little bit too, right? Oh, she does. She loves outside. An adventurous cat. Yeah. She loves to listen to the birds and chirp at them and chase the squirrels and stuff. So I don't know. She's keeping the mice away. That's <laughs> that's for sure. A working cat. Yeah. A friendly cat, a working cat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. Do you story. feel like when I was listening to some of your music and mm. I feel like some of the things that you've mentioned and like with your cat, we, you mentioned the word like vibe, like, yeah. and I'm wondering like, is Bella the, like a part of this vibe? Cause I feel like sometimes I'm like, Oh, like sometimes for artists, sometimes their pets, their vibe, which totally may not be. But if you could tell us a little bit about what your vibe is yeah. and maybe what's the vibe of Bella too, just for fun. Cause that might sure. be Sure. Yeah. Cool. Like, so what's the vibe of the music and what's the vibe of Bella? Yeah. yeah. Bella, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Bella is very chill. She's a chill cat, but she's also kind of finicky. She's friendly. She's a friendly cat. Like she's very good with other people, especially if other people have cats or dogs at their place. But she can also act like she's the only one in the house and she acts like a little princess sometimes. But I don't know. She's pretty chill and... That's usually the vibe of my music as well. Like I really like to go for the moody vibe with my music. Sometimes I like to vary it and put a little bit more of a punch or a dance to my music, but it's usually more of like a, I would say a a moody chill vibe. And 
Bella matches that most of the time. Beautiful. Most of the time. What would that look like in an outfit? What would your music, does that like transfer to your like attire too? Like, cause you, you yeah. have really cool. Cause again, this is a visual, this isn't a visual platform, but yeah. Maya's really cool bleach hair. <laughs> is that a part of like that vibe, the moodiness? And again, like what does moody mean to you? What What is this yeah. moodiness? Moodiness. I don't know. I think it just, it means I envision like a rainy day, a rainy day with a sip of coffee hot coffee and looking out the window and noticing that it's raining and and maybe the person in this vision is going through something and is going through a lot of thinking and reflecting so I don't know I feel like when I think about moody I think about reflectiveness and how that person can reflect and think when they hear my music so Mm-hmm. Even with like style or clothing, chill, what that really means or moody, I don't know, like the blonde hair, but with like sunglasses and then with like a really basic outfit. But the boldest part is the hair. Mm. <laughs> That's the, the thing that stands out in the in the style or in the clothing that I'm talking about. I also envision like another style of clothing that I envision if it was like a moody vibe for music i would think of like a sweatshirt or like fall clothing Mm -hmm. clothing during the fall season i don't know if that helps yeah i think so you talked about you mentioned like reflective and yes it kind of makes me feel like you're talking about like someone who's kind of maybe going through a growth period you're sort of like reflecting on things but then it's also you're just part of that evolution and so i keep coming back to this word transcendence I feel like when you're talking yes. about like country and hip hop, right? It transcends genre and your yes. moodiness is like sort of transcendent of a moment. And so I, I just keep coming back to that word. When you're, when you're yeah, talking. that's then that's like the perfect word to describe it. Sometimes I struggle with finding the right terminology or finding the right word for it. So I would definitely say that transcendence is accurate beyond i love it maya when did you start doing music or and was this your first form of art i would say that this i've been doing this since 2016 because i would backtrack a little bit further because when i finished high school i made it a point to my parents that the laptop that i must have is a mac laptop And the reasoning for that is because when you get a MacBook, it always comes with the GarageBand program. And so I had a friend before we graduated, I had a friend who she always let me come over to her house and like kind of play around with her GarageBand stuff. And so I was like, okay, I want this. I want a MacBook because then the GarageBand is going to come with it. (laughs) So yeah. So I was like, mom, dad, can I get this kind of laptop with my graduation money? Because then I want to start. I didn't say why, because I was going off to college. And at the time, I didn't really realize that I wanted to like pursue music full time or pursue music like as a part of me or whatever. But I was like, yeah, I want a MacBook. And when I got it, that's when I started kind of experimenting with composing music and then I stopped doing it and then I came back to it in 2016 and started taking it more seriously with actually posting things and sharing things with people on SoundCloud and entering beat battles and stuff like that so I've been I've been working on it seriously since 2016 I would say 
What drew you to music or how did you find that to be kind of your niche when you're like, oh, this is like, this is part of who I am, yeah. maybe, or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. It's, I will say this, the constant question in my mind as I was growing up, because I heard Are You That Somebody by Aaliyah and Timbaland. And when I first heard that song, I was like, what? There's a baby in this song? How did there how did they put a baby in this track? I want to know how to do that. I want to know how to put these weird sounds in music and to make it work. I was like this is just brilliant. How do I do this? How do I do this or make my own way of this? And since then, it's been something that I knew that I was like okay, this is something that I definitely want to do. I love this. I love putting sounds together. I love hearing these weird sounds that people put in and for some reason it just works and yeah it was a wake-up call for me after I finished college I was just like this is the only thing that's constant in my mind that seems to make me happy and seems to be the thing that I feel that I'm good at so that that's how it started did you study something related to music in college Oh, yeah. I actually took a course in school or in college, but the course just didn't really, I didn't really have a good professor for that. And so I decided that, you know what, let me just continue my major in communications. And when I, when I graduate with that degree, I could possibly maybe tie in music with that. And that's currently what I'm still trying to do at this, at this point, because there's all kinds of avenues that you can explore with music and communications like such as like talent scoping or like radio or finding talent to become a talent manager. So there's all these different things that you can explore with that. And so I was like, and the, I think also what was happening at the time too, was that we get stuck on this whole, like, what is the career path that is going to make me money? That's going to make me great money and like all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And so my head was still kind of stuck in that. So I'm just like, let me just get a degree in something that will make me decent money that I can fall back on while I'm still trying to figure out this music stuff. But over time, I realized that there's a lot of opportunities. And so do I wish that I explored those opportunities while I was in college? Absolutely. But at least I know those opportunities now and what I can do to achieve them. Absolutely. I think music and communication are like naturally linked too, because before we had language like we communicated through sound so you're like tapped into this like very ancient Mm -hmm. practice that goes back as far as we can imagine and that's incredible yeah like kind of in that living stream of of sound yeah and what i Mm -hmm. what i realized too was that it's like the whole being stuck in this thing where it's like okay i need to pursue a career that's actually going to make me money and whatever but then when we look around us and look around the things that are made and the things that we see and the graphs that we see. And when we go to the doctor, we see posters of the human body. Who created those things? Artists created that stuff. How are we supposed to have visuals of the things that we know without these artists? Like whether it's it's hearing the art or seeing the art. I mean, what would we do without these artists? So it's like this whole like money thing and like, artists making real money thing like it's just it's we have to really start evaluating or re-evaluating the importance of that because I mean all around us is art and it's really the cause of the art that is 
helping people in more, I guess, corporate positions to make money. You know what I mean? So there's that to think about as well. Yeah, I would love to, whoever created the measurement of like, oh, this job's worth this much, doctors are worth a lot, and teachers are worth dirt, and then social workers are worth dirt, dirt, and then music people, I like whatever this, whatever this stage is, it's very interesting. Yeah. And I would love to be a part of a committee that redoes it, and then everyone just starts at 70, and we just like all just go. We all throw We just all get to eat, hang out, like... Because, I mean, I feel like I uh, recently a friend bought me a pair of shoes and it was very fancy. And when I was walking into the store, I was like, oh, if I if I lived without as many barriers, if I lived with more comfort because my feet feel comfortable. Right. Because like I'm walking around and like the tight and it wasn't it was just really comfortable around the curvedness of my feet. It just fit. It just fit yeah. well, <laughs> yeah. and because it fit well, because I felt comfortable, then I was then it gave my brain more room to think about other things, right? right. So being bipolar artist and and whatnot, but what yeah. an imaginative place to be if we didn't have to think about all this economic burdens of like what we do does bring wealth and yes. still do what we're doing yeah just like let us live decently yeah like, let live That's, everyone live a little decently right. that would be quite nice oh yeah i mean and the fight the <laughs> fight time. the fight continues the fight continues in the music industry because as i'm just learning a couple different things about the industry there's a lot of struggle when it comes to artists who identify as women in the industry or non-binary people in the industry too. There's a lot of struggle there because there's a lot of men in the industry gatekeeping and blocking a lot of opportunities. And so I, I still make it a valid point to to search for artists who are women and who are LGBTQ and just part of our community because it's hard to to get ourselves to be seen. It's like we have to do like five times as much of the work to be seen or to be noticed, especially when it comes to the hip hop genre, because a lot of there's a lot of homophobia in that genre as well and a lot of sexism. So there's a lot of barriers, economic barriers, I would say. What else? Just all the barriers that we can think of. Is there any song or like beat that you've made that like, I think maybe gives that disruption or or maybe something you've choreographed, something that you're you makes you feel really proud. Oh man. <laughs> Actually, I have one that I'm really proud of because it just it fits that moodiness, that transcendence that I'm always going for, that also seems to challenge these roadblocks as well. And the one that I've posted, which is one of my favorites, it's called The Lab. It's on my YouTube channel. But I don't know, that one seems to be the one that I feel challenges roadblocks and fits the vibe that I go for as well. But yeah. Can we hear it? Yeah. Possibly. Yes, yes. If the computer. And then tell us what when they yeah well, all the pride. Do you guys hear that? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. like artists and creators and things and that was one of the things that we talked with Tatiana about too was when you are yeah. creating anything like at what point yeah. do you identify as like I am now an artist is there a point like how does that happen is there an evolution I think it's a constant thing I don't think it's like I don't know if there's a point where you peak and say yes I'm an artist I think that I've already kind of established that I am an artist based on the fact that it's a constant thing that keeps moving and a constant thing that I keep doing and changing and evolving. Because I did a lot of music things in high school and I never actually defined myself as an artist until I, I graduated high school and started making my own material instead of singing material that was already made for me. At that point, it's just when you start doing something for yourself or creating something that was from your own ideas and your own stuff, you're an artist at that point. 
whether you continue to do it or stop. I've seen artists say that they're not going to do music and stuff anymore, but they're still an artist because they evoked ideas and they shared ideas with the world at that point. And so it's just not something I think ever stops, even if you stop doing it. So speaking of Tatiana, do you want to share with us and our listeners, what's your story? How did you meet? Tell us about your love. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's so great because the thing is, is that we knew each other before we started dating. And so I have actually known my fiance for more than 10 years now. (laughs) I actually had first met her in high school because we had competed in the same category for what we call speech. It wasn't debate, but it was basically a sport where it got you the chance to perform pieces or to publicly speak in front of people. And she and I were in the same category of poetry and It was my junior year and it was her senior year of high school. And she was a top poet in the state of Minnesota. And so was I. And so we competed at the Gustavus Adolphus College, which was the Minnesota finalist competition. And I got sixth place and she got first place. So she got first place in the whole state of Minnesota in 2009. Yeah. And I remember, (laughs) I remember actually talking to her before she started performing. And I was like, hey, I really enjoy your piece. And I just, I I wish you good luck. And she was like, thank you. I appreciate that. She kept it very short and sweet with me. (laughs) (laughs) So professional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I would say about 10 years later, we re-met because 10 years later, I had just got out of a relationship that did not work for me. And so I was in a period in my life where I was, um, you know, just like rediscovering myself and figuring things out. And I remember she messaged me on Facebook and she was like, hey, like, do you want to hang out? Like, we should do something. And I was like, we should go grab coffee. That's a really great idea. And we went on a coffee date. And that was like the best coffee date of my life. I wish that. Oh my God. Yeah. I I wish, I wish we were at the coffee place longer than we were. And even during our conversation during coffee, there was like a moment, a moment that she and I shared, like we locked eyes and we just knew that this is going to hit off very well. And now we're here in the 2021 year, we're engaged and things are just going really well. We have a cat, we have our own place and we're just living life together and we're discovering new things about each other every day. And it's just been, it's been great. And honestly, like even when COVID hit, it was just the best time of my life because it was just a time that we were figuring things out together and learning about each other and loving each other and arguing too, but then also realizing how much we love each other and working things out. So it's been great. I couldn't have it any other way. And she's super supportive with my music journey and my path and she believes in me we believe in each other and we challenge each other it's great so i couldn't because ask for better people can't see but but they can hear when we mentioned tatiana your fiance like your smile was so big your yeah. face lit up like that was love <laughs> Yeah. And Tatiana also mentioned that that moment. That was something that she had done. Yeah. She's like, yeah, there was that. Yeah, that the coffee. Moment. Yeah, the coffee shop yeah. was very prolific. Could you tell us a little bit more about that of the locking of the eyes and where what what what's the name of this coffee what shop? Did you it's order? Called, it's what are you doing? Uncommon, Everyone. Yeah, it's called Uncommon Grounds. 
That's where you find love, yeah, y'all. Yeah, that's, that's where, where you find if you, love. If you're Order trying to, coffee exactly. Love. If you're trying to find love, go go Tinder on a date dates. there. And and even then, I actually met up with an artist in that coffee shop too because Tatiana was like, "Yeah, definitely have him. You guys should meet over there because it's just good luck." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, <gasps> it's great luck. It's like good energy <laughs> yeah. for you all. Yeah, that's yeah, so good. Yeah, Ooh. and it was great. Like the meeting with that artist was great. So we've been keeping in touch and stuff. So it's been great." But I don't know, the uncommon coffee grounds. Yeah, I mean, she she got there before me because I'm usually, I have to be on time. I have to be either early or on time. And so I was like, okay, I make I got to make sure I get there on time. And she was there before me. And I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to get my drink and then we'll sit down and chat. And I don't know, we talked about a lot of things. It even got deep for a first date, but I wanted a second one. I wanted a third one. So I don't know, like, it was great. And even after the date was over, I went home and I talked to my roommates about it, like constantly. They were just like, how did the date go? And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, it was so great. I really want to go on another date soon. And yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Here you that are. It's just so lovely. Yeah. We love it. I was like, oh, <laughs> finally love. someone who can deal with me. <laughs> it's really great. It's it's super awesome. She deals with my dad jokes and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> Tatiana yeah. told us a little bit about a game you were playing. I think during the beginning of COVID, I think on the weekends that you all would make like a beat or a quick oh, song yeah, yeah. So, yeah so we would go on youtube and we would type in an r&b type beat because there's many producers that post their music on youtube and they they want to tell you who it's influenced by and so we could be like oh like a a SZA type beat or like a her type beat or like a missy elliott type beat any kind of beat right we would just look it up on youtube and we would just listen to the beat and sort of just like come up with some lyrics or come up with a melody, which really opened my eyes to how the music industry works when it comes to like songwriting and stuff like that. Because songwriting could mean a lot of things. It could mean the words. It could mean the melody. You could be somebody who could just come up with the melody, but not the words. And then somebody else could do the words. And there's many ways to write a song. And so, yeah, Tatiana and I, we do spend time doing that together. I would say we don't do that as much, but I would love to pick up on that again because it's good practice. It's a bonding experience that we have together. It's very unique in in that sense. And it's also a vulnerable thing because it's like, I still struggle with words. And so when I write something, like I'll have her listen to it and she'll be like, okay, like I can see what you're trying to say there, but you could say this or say that. And so I don't know, it's a bonding experience for us and it's just a good learning exercise for us too. So it's really fun. Yeah, it sounds spectacular in that even though when we were interviewing Tatiana, she said she didn't identify as an artist, but that it seems to be a very supportive artistic relationship mm-hmm. that I, you two all have. Yeah, the, I look yeah. at her, I look at her mm-hmm. and I'm like, you're definitely an artist. You're <laughs> even if you're like not sharing your stuff, which is totally fine. You're not obligated to do that, but you are an artist, believe it or not. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> so you talked about making you and Tatiana working together and like kind of making this a writing, like a, a music practice together. And you also mentioned at the beginning, you have something called New Sound Sunday. So I want to ask about mm-hmm. your your practice in creating new music. How do you keep yourself in a sustainable practice to keep creating? Yeah. So I make it a point to 
not put a lot of pressure on myself when I'm doing this. I make it also a point to make sure that I'm not thinking that it has to be something specific. It needs to just be something that is based on how I feel. Because really, the best music comes based off of how you feel and what you're feeling at that time. And so the way that I keep that momentum going is by taking frequent breaks or spending time with my fiance or doing things that are actually not even related to music because then an idea does come up and I can record it on my phone or record the ideas on something else entirely. And then I can visit it later and then create it from there. I've learned over the years too, that it's just as long as I'm doing this for mostly me, then the idea will come. Because if I keep pressuring myself to be like, oh, I got to do something. And sometimes I get into that spiral. And sometimes my fiance helps me to recognize that, hey, you need to just kind of chill. Like you need to just let it be. And the ideas will come and you will get them down when it's the right time to lay them down. So it could be Friday night and something hasn't happened yet because I just need to put myself in a position where I can relax so that it comes to me. And so, I don't know, I put that into practice so that I can actually put in an idea to post every Sunday. And I also realize too, that it doesn't have to fit anything. It can be anything. Transcends, transcends every yeah. definition. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really like the, cause it's very Dis- or I feel it could be categorized as very disciplined that you're putting out a beat every yeah. Sunday yeah. since COVID. I mean, that's, that's a lot of dedication. And mm-hmm. I think, but also like how you explained it, it doesn't sound like it's painful. Yeah. Right. So sometimes like, I've got to go to work on Monday. And you're like, this is literally like, what are you saying? You're like, I would love to cut yeah. off my own pinky. No, I don't. Like, I don't. How do I not do that? But yeah. it's going to happen. But yeah. it sounds like it's not nothing about it is is painful it sounds like it's a very free like it's a challenging process yeah but it isn't you're not creating self-harm exactly exactly and it's because as you do it as you do it it gets easier and easier to do because you're doing it every week and so when i was doing this since 2016 i wasn't posting every week like i was since covid or anything but i was trying to put things into practice and just working on something every day, even if it's not done. And as time goes on, then the practice gets better for me to be able to post every week. And maybe eventually I would be able to post twice a week. It depends, like just, it all depends on how much practice I'm putting in and how much effort is being put in. And so the progression is something that does happen over time when you create the time for it as well. So I've seen the progression over the years and it's only been five years or going on to six, which is not that long. At least in my opinion, it's not that long, but a lot of these things do take time. Is there anything that you're working on that you're excited about? Yes, actually. I am working closely with a friend of mine from high school. We weren't really friends or like affiliated in high school, but then we got reconnected and she's a rapper and she has shown amazing improvement. And so she and I are working closely together to create an album. We're hoping that the album comes out in November. I've created some tracks for her that she's listening to and going over and just making a couple edits and changes and 
she is amazing. I think that since 2019, she's been doing very well with her lyricism and she's very good at her abilities. And so we're going to release this album new and improved. It's, it's going to be great. And I'm really looking forward to collaborating with her more and getting better at what we do. So yeah, I'm excited for that. That is exciting. Yeah. So before yeah. we get to like silly questions and things, where could people find you, your work? How are you? Are they social media? How do they find yeah. you? Yeah. So people can find me on Instagram and Twitter. My Twitter is Maya underscore Maida. So it's M-A-Y-A and then underscore M-I-D-A. And Maida stands for Motivate, Inspire, Dedicate, and Aspire. That's the motto that I go by. If you want to do what you want in life, you need those four things in order to do what you want in life. But yeah, so my Twitter is Maya underscore Maida. And then my Instagram is the same, but there's an 11 after the Maida. I'm also on YouTube. That's the same name, Maya Maida. And I'm also on SoundCloud which is Maya Maida as well. Mm-hmm. I just subscribed today in YouTube. I saw B1. that. <gasps> I saw I'm, that. <laughs> let's all do it, everyone. Yes. That's what's happening today. Yeah, I've got, I've, got 86, I've got 86 subscribers now. So if we can... Be 87. Yeah. You could be you. 87 <laughs> could be you. I'm trying to get to 100, so... Yeah. Yes, let's do it. I actually have a silly question for this week, Azania, that's mm-hmm. very related. So this is kind of like how we close out our conversations with people. We like to ask a silly question. So what is the title of your theme song for you as an individual? What is the title to my theme song? Yes. Wow, that's that's a really good question. And that's like a good icebreaker question that I feel like I've never heard. <laughs> Which it's, is great. yeah, like you should be um, famous. Like you should patent that. Yeah. Patent that now. <laughs> what would, yeah. What <laughs> yeah. I might use that in the future or something. I don't know. So what what would be so the the question is what would be my theme the song? The title of your theme song. The title of my theme song. The title. Oh. I would say Mida, the ultimate soundtrack. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Especially now that you shared with us what Mida stands for, like that's powerful. Yeah. I want to do something like it. really cheesy because I just like like yeah. dreaming with a pen or or something about like just something about words because for me words are how I think I best communicate like what's inside. Yes. And I can communicate what I want, where I want to go and all of these things because I yeah. teach so I can perform it's to some degree <laughs> verbally because that's I think teaching gives you that practice yeah but it, it's the writing where I think I really get into like dream what I really want to be doing so dreaming with a pen yeah, yeah. dreaming with a pen okay mine is Very also cool. getting into the silly so the title of my song would be pastel hot stuff because i feel like i love it mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i'm cute but also i want people to be like i'm gonna kill you that is actually so, so fitting for you because oh, of your birthday you. party i think with your balloons oh. <laughs> thank you yeah yes. i love that i love I'm like hot cheetos yeah. and then like a care bear <laughs> i love that 
I love that. I feel like that's very fitting for the both of you. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so fun. Thank you for sharing like all of your thoughts Mm -hmm. and beliefs and such a treat. Oh, it's been really nice. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. It was just a fun conversation. And I really, really like this podcast. And I would love to hear more in the future and who you talk to or interview with. Yeah, you can find us. Well, at the end, it tells you. So listen to the end of this episode and then you'll hear where you can find making it in Minnesota. But follow us and follow all the artists that we have the opportunity to talk about. And we try to do some shout outs on Instagram. I am not ready for the social media life, and I, but I'm working on it and learning about it. But uh, yeah, one day we'll be hot, hot stuff. So pastel yes, hot stuff. Thank you. Yes. yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Making It in Minnesota podcast. You can email us at makingitmn at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at making.it.mn. We would like to thank our producer, Marissa Alexa McCool. Couldn't do without her.